Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive, right here on our website. We're glad that you've joined us today as we gather around the Word of God, and we receive from the Word uh, something that will show us His great heart of love and His great desire to bless us in spite of the circumstances that we may find ourselves in. You know, there is a scripture in Proverbs 10 and verse 22, and it says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Now, when you see that word rich, of course, it involves the material to a degree, but that's not the true riches of this blessing. The real rich, richness, riches of the blessing is the favor of God. I mean, th- th- this is, this is about not just a meal barrel that's, that has never been emptied. This is about an empty meal barrel that can't be emptied. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because of God's blessing. Th- this is not about becoming richer than, than the moguls on Wall Street or the Hollywood stars or the sports stars. This is about being rich because we have a God who has promised to meet every single need of our life. My God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Jesus Christ. If we if we obey him, if we trust him, if we repent when we're wrong and get right with him, we can claim the blessing of the Lord upon our life. And what a blessing it is. There is a song that's going around the world and it's simply called the blessing. And it's taken from the blessing that called the Aaronic blessing that Aaron was told through Moses by God uh, that this is the blessing that he was to speak over God's covenant people. I want you to know something today. If you're a child of God, if you've been born again, if you have repented of your sin, received Christ as your Savior, you are under God's covering today and God wants to bless you and he wants I believe through the blessing on our life to distinguish us from the world about us that the world about us might see his blessing upon our life and bring glory and honor to him so if it's for his glory and it's for our good believe me God desires that today. We can pray for that according to the will of God. We can believe for that according to the will of God. We can stand on the word and the promises of God for that because it will be in God's will if it's for his glory and our good. Hallelujah. Well, let's let's read this this song that's went around the world. Uh, that so many nations need and so many people need and that we need. I remember as America drifts farther as a nation away from God. I remember when they put up a a sign at at uh, University of of Southern California Berkeley campus, and they put up a sign during I don't know if it's Fourth of July, one of our celebrations here in America of our freedom, our liberty. And it simply said, God bless America. And they, because somebody was offended 
by the by someone who didn't believe in God was offended by God bless America. They were forced to take the sign down. Oh, my friend. And yet how we desperately need God's blessing upon our nation. They want it off the coins. They haven't got it off yet, but they would right now if they could. In God we trust is still on our coins. Friend of mine, we need the blessing of the Lord. God desires to bless. And if we keep our trust in him as his covenant children he's going to bless us in spite of all the things and all the negativity and all the things that have come against us and all the things that are going wrong hallelujah listen and to number six verse 22 it says and the lord spake unto moses and the lord spake unto moses saying speak unto aaron and unto his son, saying, Now here is what God told Moses to tell Aaron to speak over the people. This is his heart to bless. Listen to it. On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee, and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee, and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put or place my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. <laughs> I like it. I like the word. The, the word of God doesn't mince words like people do sometimes and even preachers do sometimes. We need to let the Bible speak. When God said, I will bless them, I want you to know he means it. Amen. He backs it up with his power and his holy purpose to bless. Praise God. Amen. And and that's why Proverbs 10.22 is so important today. It says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. Let's look at Psalm 67 and read verses 1 through 7. It says, God be merciful unto us and bless us, and cause his face to shine upon us. Silah, that means to quietly contemplate this. So I'm going to read it again to, to follow that Selah. God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Amen. You, you can hear the echo of the ironic blessing right here. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among the nations. Let all the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. I'm going to read that again. O oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Let the people praise thee, verse 5, O God. Let all the people praise thee. I'm going to stop right here and praise him for a moment. Lord, I just praise you today. 
I thank you today. I glorify you today. I'm so glad to belong to you today. I'm so glad to be a recipient of the blessing that you have pronounced upon your covenant people because I have a blood covenant with you through Jesus Christ today. And I claim all the blessing and benefits of that covenant right in the midst of all the chaos, the fear, the the trouble, the setbacks that this, this thing has brought us. Lord, I thank you that you distinguish us from all the people of the earth as your children, the sheep of your pasture, and the people of your hand. I praise you. Will you praise him with me this morning? I know you might be in dire straits. You might be in dire need. But I'm telling you, God is going to find a way to bless you today in spite of the circumstances that we are in. It's his blessing that makes us rich because we have his favor. Maybe you've got a meal barrel about to go empty, (laughs) but God's going to, every time you dip out, he's going to dip in and you're going to make it today because the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. If you're a Christian, you have a covenant with God and you have a covenant keeping God today. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, let the people's Praise thee, O God. Let the people praise thee. Verse 5, verse 6 of Psalm 67. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Verse 7, God shall bless us, and the ends of the earth shall fear him. You see, the blessing of the Lord is for our good, but it is even more importantly for his glory. Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown's commentary says, A prayer that by God's blessing of Psalm 67, a prayer that by God's blessing on his people, his salvation and praise may be extended over the earth. You may be down in, 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 in one of those countries right now that the, the flow of help ha- has been interrupted because of COVID. I want you to know God is going to make away for you. He's, he, he, his blessing is not based on, on anything other than his purpose to bless. And if you belong to God, you can claim the blessing. I don't know how he's going to get it through to you. I don't know if he's going to multiply fish and loaves in order to meet the need, but I know he's capable of it. And I know he's purposed to bless his people. Amen. That's why he told Moses to tell Aaron to tell the people, the Lord bless thee, the Lord keep thee, the Lord turn his face toward thee, lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Hallelujah. That the whole world may know. I believe it's more important now to be a representative of the blessing of the Lord than ever that people may understand that God is our source. God is the one we should be looking to. The systems of man has been shaken, and many of them have faltered and failed. Amen. But God is faithful. Hallelujah. One translation said, God blesses us that all the ends of the earth might fear him. And another paraphrase said, God marks us with blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. He distinguishes us because of his blessing upon us. 
I like Matthew Henry's commentary. I'm going to read you something from it about this psalm and this subject today. It says, There are people in the world that can upon good grounds call God their God. It is here spoken with an air of triumph. Even our own God shall bless us. I want you to say it with me today. If if you're a Christian today and God has become your father and God is your God, hallelujah, then let's say it today. One, two, three, even our own God shall bless us. Not might bless us, may bless us. He shall bless us. Hallelujah. Believers have reason to glory in their relation to God. Those who are, are, are through, through God's grace can call Him their own may with humble confidence expect and declare blessings from Him. You see, this psalm begins in a way that sounds similar to the prayer of Jabez. Actually, it's more closely echoes the blessing that Aaron and his descendants said over the people of Israel, as we read in number 6. But Psalm 67 goes deeper, telling us why God blesses His people. Let's look at the first two verses. God be gracious to us and bless us. Cause His face to shine upon us that your way may be known in the earth, your salvation upon among all nations. The psalmist asked for blessing so that God's ways may be known upon the earth. The psalmist is saying, in effect, bless me so that I might glorify you. Bless me so that I might show your power, your love, your majesty, and your goodness to all nations. Recognize this, the psalmist is not saying, he's not saying bless me so I can be comfortable. He's not saying bless me so I don't have to work and make a living. He's not saying bless me so others will be envious of me. He's not saying bless me so I can be successful in the eyes of the world. Now listen carefully. Here's what he's primarily saying. Bless me so that I can glorify you and bless others hallelujah this this is a, a a biblical reason to stand upon god's promises and receive his blessing he makes it in explicit in his call to abraham in genesis 12 by all means god blesses us and gifts us so we might serve and bless others but still this is not the underlying fundamental reason foundational reason for God's blessing. God blesses us first and foremost so that we can bring glory to His name. Hallelujah. While we are to live counterculture to the world and the worldly church that's just filled with nothing but materialism, we need to pray and expect God to mark us with blessing. It is both biblically and spiritually correct when our hearts are totally set on things above and not things upon the earth. We don't stand in the materialistic world and the Laodicean church age that says, I'm rich and increased with goods. I don't need anything. And Jesus said, really? 
His assessment of Laodicea was your poor, miserable, blind, and naked. Isn't that something, how we see ourselves when we have material blessings only? That's why the real blessing of the New Testament, when it says, I, I wish above all things that you be in good health and prosper, even as your soul prospers. Friend of mine, I believe God is calling us out to mark us as his people. And part of that distinguishing of us is going to be, of course, righteousness. But because we're right with him, if we will separate ourselves to him, amen, he's going to mark us with blessings. Praise God. And we need to come out, therefore, of the prevailing attitude and activities of the last days. Listen to Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. How many want that blessing? How many need that blessing? How many recognize that we really, honestly can't do without it? Amen. I, I, I feel like I would, I would go under if I didn't believe that I had the blessing of the Lord upon my life. Amen. Listen, listen. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. That was a future when it was written. It is no longer future. We are here. This is in the here. This is in the now. Why will, the, why will these conditions exist? For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, Truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Listen, from such turn away. Amen. Hallelujah. One translation says, have nothing to do with them. That doesn't mean that we don't interact with people on the job and socially, but we don't, we don't unequally yoke with them. Amen. We just don't do that. That's why the scripture went on to say in another portion, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Hallelujah. For what fellowship hath light with darkness or Christ with the devil, Belial? Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, friend, this is a day when God wants us to be distinguished as his people. And if we will, we will separate ourselves in not the sense of self, self-exalting or, or, or sanctimonious people that speak condescending to others. We have a different value system. We bow to no other God. Amen. We serve the true and the living God without apology. We're his people and he's our God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to read this from a paraphrase because you'll recognize our day and, and what we need to be doing to obtain the blessing of God and be marked through that blessing as his children. Listen. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. 
They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and have no interest in what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless and puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act as if they are religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. I'm going to read that again. They will act as if they're religious, but they will deny and reject the power that could make them godly. You must stay away from people like that. You must stay away from people like that. Friend, we cannot be popular with the world and be blessed by the Lord. We cannot be politically correct and be right with God. We must take a stand. We cannot serve two masters, God and mammon. But if we make a clean break with the world, we can claim the blessing of God. We can boldly say, our God will bless us. I'll read this. I quoted it, but I want to read it. And look what God promises. 2 Corinthians six fourteen through 18 Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God. <laughs> didn't, didn't we just boldly say, our God will bless us because He's our God and we are His children? Hallelujah. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I'll be a father to you. And you shall be my sons and my daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. Friend, I want to make a statement today. When we bow to no other God but to Christ and Christ alone, and to our Heavenly Father, Jehovah and Jehovah alone, when we then we can claim every promise of the covenant. This is not just a faith issue. This is an obedience issue. It's a values issue. It's a faithfulness issue. We need to settle it in our own hearts as His children so that we may truly say, Our God, even our God, shall bless us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Listen, friend, this is a time when we need to boldly declare that we have a God so that He might confess over us that we are His people, that He would not be ashamed to be called our God. Amen. Because of the way we represent Him and present Him right here upon the earth. And we will, He, he will not be ashamed to be called our God. And we, He will not be ashamed to call us His people. Glory be to God. Amen. Listen, 
when God delivers, when God's blessing is upon his people, he'll do whatever is necessary to enforce that blessing. When God parted the Red Sea to deliver his people, he did it for their sake and to bring glory to his name. Isaiah 63, 11-14 says, Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people, saying, Where is he that brought them up out of the sea with the shepherd of his flock? Where is he that put his Holy Spirit within him, that led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make himself? An everlasting name. I tell you, if it's for our good and His glory, we can claim it today and believe that God is going to bring the blessing. Even if there's a famine in the land, He's gonna, He's gonna bless the cruise of oil. <laughs> he's gonna bless the vessels. And He said, don't bring just a few. Praise God. He's gonna bless the meal barrel to not go empty. <laughs> Amen. However long it takes and whatever it takes. Amen. Listen, to make unto himself an everlasting name that led them through the deep as an horse in the wilderness that they should not stumble. As a beast goeth down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord causes him to rest. So didst thou lead my people to make thyself a glorious name. Hallelujah. Dear friends, I have good comforting, soul-cheering news to report to you today. The Lord our God, right now, through His blessing upon His people, yes, me and you, it's coming, it's coming. Come out, be separate, take your stand as a child of God. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Hallelujah, (laughs) praise God. The Lord our God is making himself an everlasting and glorious name. This is God's purpose in all things. Everything that he does and everything that he allows to be done is according to God's holy and wise purpose. Amen. To glorify himself to make himself a great and glorious name. And that's what he says in our text. He led his people by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make himself an everlasting name. As a beast goeth down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord caused him to rest. So didst thou lead thy people to make thyself a glorious name. Hallelujah. And how is he doing it? By how he is delivering his people. When their back is against the Red Sea and Pharaoh's army is closing in, he parted that water that they could go over safely and not just get away from their enemy, but as their enemy pursued them, their enemy was destroyed when the waters rushed back in. 
Amen. Friend, I wish I had my tambourine. I've got it around here somewhere, but I, I don't have time to go get it. But Miriam, after that great victory, picked up a tambourine, it said, and began uh, to lead the children of Israel, uh, the daughters of Jerusalem. <laughs> Amen. And she began to lead them in song and dance, saying, Our God you see how possessively they were speaking of him because of the covenant they had with him. Our God, the true and the living God. Our God is a man of war. He has thrown the horse and the rider into the sea. And, <laughs> amen, the, the wheels literally came off the chariots so that they couldn't get through like Israel ran through and walked through. Amen. Until the waters came over them by the power of God. Amen. Someone has said, attempt great things for God <laughs> and expect great things from God. Because when God blesses His people, His name is glorified. Hallelujah. Not just by His people close, cloistered in a, in a building on Sunday, but people who see the blessing on His people recognize there is a very real God who has a real purpose to bless a very real people right here upon the earth. Amen. And it said the nations would say of Israel, who, who, who has a God so nigh them, amen, in all that they call upon him for. Who has a God like this that truly answers prayer, amen, that comes through when our back is up against the wall, that shows up and shows out when we truly put our trust in him, obey him, and call upon his name. Psalm 50 and verse 15 says, and call upon me, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will glorify, I will deliver you, and thou shalt glorify me. Amen. It's not this that we're going to praise him when we get to church. It's that people are going to see his deliverance in our life and know that our God is the true and living God and we will bring glory to his name when we testify. Amen. We used to sing that song. Sister Dale used to lead the song uh, that we used to sing in church. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed, he healed, he, he healed my body, he saved my soul, he saved me just in time. Look what the Lord has done, look what the Lord has done, look what the Lord has done. He parted the Red Sea, he delivered from the mightiest army in the land. Look what the Lord has done, let the nations of the world look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord is doing and look what the Lord will do in behalf of his people that separate themselves unto him so that he can receive us and so that we can call him our God and he can call us his people. Hallelujah. The scripture goes on to say, based on that promise, 
Dearly beloved, having a promise like this, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. Friend, we cannot afford to not have the blessing of the Lord. America, someone said, is great because America is good. And if America ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. I believe that America as a nation can no longer be called what it once was a Christian nation. We were the envy of the world and our God was glorified because He took good care of all of us through all the wars and threats and famines, the Spanish flu that came. We survived and He blessed us. And we need that blessing back upon our nation and the nations of the world need it. And it's a blessing He wants to grant. It's a blessing He wants to give because He wants us to be His children and us to acknowledge Him as our God. He sent Jesus to reconcile us to Himself. And today, if you're a Christian, it's time to take our stand as that holy nation, that peculiar people, that we might show forth the praises of Him that called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. And today, if you don't know Jesus, as much as you need the blessing, you can't claim it. But if you will repent of your sin, come to Christ as your Savior right now. Hallelujah. God will abundantly pardon you and He will pronounce His blessing upon you now and throughout all eternity. In Jesus' name.